0: Hey everyone, my name is Phaedra and I'm the founder of So What Media Inc. We're a new era media company working to address some of the pitfalls in the way legacy media talks about Canadian current affairs. So, naturally, it was only a matter of time before we got into podcasts. This wasn't purely our idea though. We polled our newsletter readers to see what other medium they wanted So What to be on, be it a YouTube channel, an online course, etc. And respondents overwhelmingly said, podcast. So we're just giving the people what they want. We're still working on making it pretty. As you probably noticed, we don't have music yet and it's all still a little scrappy, but we're hoping you'll bear with us in the meantime. Our plan for this is to deliver these podcasts on Mondays so that you can start your week off on the right foot and brace for what's to come. This will supplement the daily breakdown of headlines we do each morning on our Instagram story, as well as the Friday debrief newsletter we send out covering the week in headlines. That may sound like a lot, But contrary to what many believe, there's a lot of stuff going down in Canadian news that you should know about. So, without further ado, this week you need to know about the ongoing SNC Lavalin debacle, Canada's plans to redraft the border treaty with the U.S., the canola conundrum, Quebec's ban on religious symbols, and the new carbon tax that took effect today. On SNC, Last week, Jody Wilson-Raybould released a call she had secretly recorded during her time as the Attorney General with former Clerk of the Privy Council, Michael Wernick, about the SNC-Lavalin case. In the call, Wernick asked Wilson-Raybould whether she was using all the tools at her disposal regarding the case and that the Prime Minister is, quote, "...quite determined and would find a way to get it done one way or another." There's been a mixed bag of responses to the recording. On the one hand, some say this further underscores that the PMO and the people around him were pressuring Wilson Raybould on SNC. On the other, some say the recording was, quote, unethical and deceptive, with Wilson Raybould intentionally trying to get Wernick to seem as though he was pressuring her. Ultimately, the recording does highlight that the PMO, Privy Council, and others wanted to make sure Wilson-Raybould was exploring all the options available to her, not least given the fact that deferred prosecution agreements, as a legal tool, only came into effect in Canada last fall. But there's nothing illegal or even unethical about that. Gerald Butts, the Prime Minister's former Principal Secretary, who resigned in the wake of the SNC-Lavalin debacle, said he has provided further notes and text messages to the House of Commons Justice Committee in light of the released recording. Some Liberals are saying that Wilson Raybould and Jane Philpott, a former Cabinet Minister who resigned in solidarity with Wilson Raybould, will be kicked out of the Liberal caucus this week. That means they will no longer be Liberal MPs, but will continue to serve as independents in the House of Commons. In March, MP Celina Cesar Chavanez resigned from Liberal Caucus due to her own misgivings surrounding how the Prime Minister has handled this affair, as well as due to the own matters between them. She now serves as an independent MP in the House of Commons. On the Border Treaty. Canada and the U.S. are planning on redrafting a border treaty that governs how asylum seekers are processed in order to close a loophole that has enabled 40,000 asylum seekers to cross the border into Canada and seek asylum here. The treaty is called the Safe Third Country Agreement, or STCA, between Canada and the United States, and it stipulates that you need to apply for asylum in the first country you arrive in, whether that be Canada or the United States. The loophole is that if you first arrive in the United States, for example, and choose to enter Canada via an unofficial point of entry in order to have your asylum application processed in Canada instead, you can do so. This doesn't apply at official points of entry. There has been a surge of this taking place as a result of Trump's refugee and immigration policies. On canola. Canada is still waiting on Chinese officials to provide information about the purported pests that have been found in Canadian shipments of canola, which the Chinese used as grounds to ban two Canadian canola companies outright. Worth noting, 40% of Canadian canola seeds go to China. Many have speculated that this move has to do with Canada's detention and potential extradition of Huawei CFO Meng Wanzhou. A few years ago, China fabricated similar allegations about Canadian canola shipments as a means of putting pressure on the Canadian government. But Canadian officials are sticking to asking for a, quote, science-based solution to the pest problem. This is a diplomatic face-saving measure for China and a means of supporting the Canada-China relationship. In so doing, Canada provides a way for China to save face about this whole thing by sticking to the scientific aspect and giving them a way out once they can no longer support their bluff. If that isn't the most Canadian thing you've ever heard. On Quebec's ban on religious symbols. Last week, Francois Legault's government tabled Bill 21, effectively banning the wearing of religious symbols by those working in the public sector, including teachers, doctors, nurses, police officers, judges, and so, so on. As part of the bill, you will also need to remove a religious symbol if it has the effect of covering your face in order to receive public services. So, for example, in order for a woman to take advantage of student pricing and fares on public transit, she will need to remove her kneecap. This bill targets things like kipas, turbans, hijabs, kneecaps, burqas, and so on. While previous Quebec governments have tried, and failed to varying degrees, to pass similar legislation, Legault is planning on invoking the notwithstanding clause, which effectively overrides the protections of certain rights outlined in the Charter. Contrary to previous premiers, he has also said he'd be approving the removal of the crucifix from the National Assembly, long a source of contention in the religious symbols ban conversation. The English Montreal School Board and the Lester B. Pearson School Board have both said they will not comply with the ban. On the carbon tax. The federal carbon tax came into effect today in the provinces of Ontario, Saskatchewan, Manitoba and New Brunswick. This was a backstop measure for provinces who didn't implement their own carbon pricing mechanisms, which the others did. While the tax will be felt at the pump, it is offset by the carbon tax rebate that the federal government is providing. That's it. I hope this helps you head into your week a little more confident about your knowledge of Canadian current affairs. We'll be back next Monday. In the meantime, be sure to follow us on Instagram at sowhatmedia.inc for daily news breakdowns.